Hello and welcome back to another episode of Success Quest. I'm Jacob Harmon, and today I'm going to be doing another interview. And I'm actually really, really excited about this one. Originally, I wasn't sure if I wanted to, to do this interview because it's actually my brother. And the reason why I was a little skeptical was just because he's my brother and I didn't want it to seem like I was only bringing him on the show because he's my brother. But the more I thought about it, the more I decided that really we had to have him on the show because he truly is amazing and he's done some amazing things at such a young age. And honestly, I'm really excited to get to talk to him and learn a little bit about the journey and how he got where he is. And I'm here with Micah Harmon. How are you doing today, Micah? I'm good. How are you? Doing good. Doing good. So tell us a little bit about yourself, Micah. Hey, everyone. Thanks, Jacob and Caleb, for inviting me on this podcast. And yeah, my name is Micah Harmon, and I'm a member of the One Voice Children's Choir, which is directed by Masa Fukuda. OVCC has performed on America's Got Talent at the White House in France, Japan, the Miss International Pageant, and all over the world. I joined the choir about two and a half years ago, and after that, about a year and a half ago, I'd say, I decided to start my own YouTube channel. And on that YouTube channel, I make music videos that hopefully inspire people all over the world. That's awesome, Micah. And I've kind of had a backstage seat this whole time that you've been on this journey. So I know a little bit about it, but obviously our listeners don't. So I want to kind of go back in time and take it step by step. Uh, You first mentioned that you're a part of the One Voice Children's Choir. Mm -hmm. How did that start? How did you get involved in that? And how did that kind of inspire you to start this YouTube channel? For as long as I can remember, I've been listening and watching One Voice Children's Choir's content. And I just loved it, and I... I, I guess I kind of stalked them. <laughs> I, I've just been, you know what I mean? I've been so intrigued by what they do. And so a while, uh, like four years ago, I'd say, I, I was talking to my parents, like, could I join this choir? The problem is that we actually live two hours away from where rehearsals are for the choir and for where they usually perform. Obviously, they, they perform all over the world and nationally, right? But they decided that, yeah, give it a shot, audition, right? And so I auditioned for the choir. And the first time, about, I'd say, three-ish years ago, I auditioned and I I submitted a video audition, right? So you submit a video audition, and then you, if you pass that audition, then you get to do a live audition, and then they choose if they want to invite you to join the choir. And I didn't make it to the live audition. But that didn't stop me. I... Did it again the next year, and I made it to the live audition, and I went to the live audition, and I made it into the choir. And since then, I've I've loved singing. It just brings me so much joy. So, so fun. That's great. And before we move on to how that got you into YouTube and into creating content on YouTube, you mentioned that you failed the first time around. You didn't make it into the choir. Yeah. And... Was that a difficult experience for you? How did you overcome that? And and what inspired you to say, you know what? That doesn't matter. I'm going to just do it again. Um. So, you know, when I didn't get in, I was like, you know what? Well, so they, they sent an email, right? They were like, a lot of people um, audition for the choir, right? Like, um, we understand if you didn't make it, make it. Go next year. And I was like, yeah, I'll, I'll audition next year. No big deal. Hopefully, hopefully I make it in again. I'll, I'll work hard to 
to get better at singing and hope that I can make it to the live audition next year. Mm -hmm. And I don't think we actually mentioned that. How old are you? Because that's that's probably the coolest thing about this story is how young Micah is and the success that he's created for himself at such a young age. I am 15 years old. Okay, and so when was it that you originally auditioned? How old were you at that point? I think I was 12 when I first auditioned and didn't make it in. Okay, and that would make you 13 when you actually made it? Yes. Great. Okay, so you finally make it into this choir, and you mentioned that it's two hours away. Mm -hmm. And I know that there's practices every single week. Yeah. You have to travel, you have to do a lot, and it makes you end up missing a lot of school. Has the sacrifice been worth it? Would you recommend that people follow their dreams, even if that means a lot of sacrifice? Definitely. Definitely, yes. Um, A lot of people in the choir always ask me, they're like, is it really worth it? And I'm, every time, I'm, yes, of course. I love the choir, and it, it's a big part of my life. Singing is a big part of my life, and I don't know where I would be without it. It's funny, because initially, um, when I went to the live audition, right, before I actually made it into the choir, Masa right? he's the director, and Anne Cecilia, she's the assistant musical director and executive director of the choir, they were like, so you mentioned on, on this paperwork that you're from Wyoming. So is that going to be a problem, like, with getting to rehearsals and that? And you were like, no, we, we, we think we can make it. We think we can do it. And it was just kind of funny, right? Because I was the longest, farthest person who traveled for the choir. But it was definitely worth it. Awesome. And so you're with the One Voice Children's Choir. You're singing with them. You're with the group. And... How did that turn into doing your own stuff? Because I know a lot of us here at Success Quest, we may not be musical artists, at least most of us. Mm -hmm. uh, But a lot of times we are working in some sort of group, right? Like, for example, we might have a full-time job. But splitting off and doing something on your own can be scary. It can be a little bit risky. And you have to be very vulnerable to put yourself out there as an individual instead of as part of a group. I think even before I I joined the choir, you know, I'd listened and watched their stuff. And a lot of other people in the choir have done their own things. And so I watched their stuff and I was like, man, like, that would be super cool to do music videos. And so I joined the choir, right? And just a few months in, I think, when I was in the choir, I, I, I realized that there were... Right? I'd done some music videos with the choir. And so I kind of understood how... I understood the process of, of making music videos, right? And so I was like, wow, like, I would love to do my own stuff, like, my, my friends, you know? And so, you know, it, it was just an idea at first. And then this movie, The Greatest Showman, came out. And we were like, oh, like, there's super cool songs, right? It was super awesome. And my brother had heard the song A Million Dreams in the movie. And he was like, man, like, that is perfect for Micah, like, I, I just envision Micah singing this. And so we had the idea of starting a channel and getting it recorded and arranged by by the choir director. He, he his profession is, like, arranging music and stuff. And so Masa, so we came to Masa and we emailed him and he was like, hey, we've, we, we know you do this kind of stuff. Like, how can we record the song? Or how can you arrange it for us and we can start this journey down here. And so that's how it happened. 
Cool. And that was your first music video, A Million Dreams from The Greatest Showman. And I'll be honest right here, I was like, wow, Micah, this is a great video, but I was a little worried. I thought he would maybe get 50, 100, 150 views. <laughs> and I was I was a little bit worried about, about you and about how excited you were for it. And I didn't want you to get your hopes down as an older brother. But man, you surprised us. You completely blew it out of the park. Your video, I don't remember exactly the time, and maybe you can give us more information on this, but it hit a million views pretty quick. And right now, I think it has more than three million views, right? Yeah, it does. We were ready to release the video. We'd gone through the whole process of making, which was awesome, by the way. I loved every second we spent on that. And I was like, okay, what should our goal be? And I was like, let's get a thousand views in the first day. And Jacob was like, no way, no way. You, and no, okay, he wasn't, he was just like, I don't know, like, that's, that's a lot of views. And I was like, I think we can do it. At first, right in the first day, the video got, I, as, as I remember, it was like 750 views, which I was like, okay, that's pretty good, right? Um, and I was like, cool, like, that, that's a good start. And, and the next couple of days, right, it was, it was kind of getting that same amount. And we we're like, that's pretty good. But then all of a sudden, like after three days or so, it just shot up and it was starting to get 20,000 views every day. And then it just blew up. It just started getting views like crazy and we couldn't believe it. Like, honestly, it was insane. In the first month, I believe, it had 100,000 views. Um, and then in three months, it had already hit a million. Wow. And what's its current view count? Um, currently, it has three and a half million views. Wow. That's amazing. And, and since that day, you've created more videos. And each one has gotten better. I, when I look back at your first video, at the time, I thought it was amazing. And now looking back, I'm like, oh, it's not as good as your new ones. Like, you've improved a lot. And, and I'm not saying that to bash your first video, because I think your first video was amazing. And obviously it was because a lot of people really reacted to it. But you've definitely improved and you've gotten better. How has this experience taught you about, about learning and growing and, and becoming better at what you do? Well, for sure, right? So that first video, I, I was really new. Uh, like doing that kind of that kind of thing right I was new in the choir so I, I'd done a little bit of like music videos before but I'd never been a soloist in a music video before like and especially like doing my own thing was a big deal um thankfully I did have a duet partner her name is Liza Bull and she she's awesome she'd done stuff before though and so she kind of her and her mom kind of helped helped us like know what to do and yeah so from the first video I was really young and I was new at it, at, at um, doing videos. And now, me and my dad usually are like the producers of, of the videos. And so, right, so we did the first video and we were like, wow, that, that was really, really fun. Like, it was awesome. It reacted super well on, on YouTube. And so, we were ready to go again. And so, we we came up with this this idea of doing another video and we wanted to include our whole family because we actually have a, a pretty big family if you haven't heard already and so we decided to do a video involving everyone 
and we wanted to relate it to struggles people have and and fighting for what you believe and so we came together and we were like okay let's do this let's let's create a really cool storyline to go with the video and see how it does mm -hmm. and i think that that's where your second video also has done incredibly well and i think one of the big reasons for that is the story the first video kind of lacked that, right? It was a great mm -hmm. music video and it had a lot of, um, of music and great camera angles and things like that, but there wasn't much of a story. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to put all the links in the show notes, you guys, so you should totally go and watch these videos. They're incredible. And if you watch his first video, which is A Million Dreams, it's good. And then you watch his second video, which is actually called Fight Song Missionary Mashup, and just watch the storyline you're a good storyteller, Michael. Like, you do an amazing job Thanks, at, at creating a good story behind the music. And I think that the fight song is an incredible song. And, and you mash it up with other songs. You mash it up with religious songs and, and with all kinds of different songs that have meaning to you mm -hmm. so that you can tell this story. And it's really, really impressive and it really resonates. And... Um, this isn't something that we've talked about on the podcast yet, uh, but one of, one of our older brothers actually, uh, got in a car accident a few years ago and, and passed away. And that was one of the big inspirations for your second music video, mm -hmm. right? Yeah, it was. So he, he passed away about three years ago and it, it was really hard, but... And so we decided to dedicate this music video to him. And we knew that he was super service oriented and, and he was just a big inspiration for this video. And we ended up dedicating it to him. Um, yeah. Mm -hmm. And um, so since that time, you've done even more videos and you're currently working on videos mm -hmm. and your channel is, is doing great. What do you think are some of the factors of success on your channel? What are the things that you've done that have made you excel? I mean, there's thousands, hundreds of thousands. Who knows? There might even be millions of YouTube channels out there. And most of them have one view, three <laughs> views, a hundred views, right? Mm -hmm. it's, it's, it's a very small percentage that actually become successful. What are some of the things that you've been able to do that have contributed to that, do you think? For sure. Um, so I think a big part of the success in my YouTube channel would be, I think, first of all, taking the first step is most important. Um, just deciding that you want to jump in the water, that you want to, like, just... Just take a risk, you know, like risks without taking risks, you won't go anywhere. If you don't shoot the hoop, then you're not going to score a point. And even if you miss it, shoot again, right? And so it, it's super important just to take that first step, like I said. Um, and, and on to that also, I feel like, right, so the first video was definitely because it was something that was super popular at the moment, right? I, I hit a super good wave. Um, the second video though, is gonna, it was gonna be a lot harder. It was with the song Fight Song, right? Which had been out for years. And so what I think really made it, like you said, is the storyline, but also just 
the uniqueness. Like it was super different from what has been out in the world, you know? And so since it was so different, so unique and so awesome, <laughs> uh, the world reacted super great to it. And yeah. Awesome. So you've mentioned that one thing that you can do to really help yourself is hit a trend, right? Mm -hmm. With The Greatest Showman, it was a really popular movie. The music was really popular. And there's not a whole lot of movies with music anymore. Mm -hmm. So obviously it's going to be a big search term, right? On YouTube, people are going to be searching A Million Dreams. They're going to be searching The Greatest Showman. So, I mean, one of the great things you did was hit a good trend. Mm -hmm. And then another thing I just want to reiterate is creating a good story and doing something unique. Mm -hmm. And I, I would add to that, you had a very niche audience for that video. Yeah. A very small group of people, but a very passionate group of people that would listen mm -hmm. and find that video. And saying that, my channel audience, I want to be super broad. But in the each video, it's usually more narrowed to, mm -hmm. to audiences, right? And so, like, it's important, I think, to have um, an audience that attends to lots of people but certain aspects to certain people i don't know if that makes sense but yeah I, I, it does make sense and honestly it helps with the virality right like mm -hmm. people are going to share it if it's unique mm -hmm. and if it if it speaks to them individually yeah that makes perfect sense to me so there's something else i wanted to share before we go into the next thing <laughs> cuz i think it's i think it's really important to factor in that my videos are very professional filmed professionally right and they the music was recorded and arranged professionally so i think i think it's just important for whatever you're doing to make it professional because honestly i mean sometimes people will go to things that aren't super professional but in most cases they've got to be professionally done right so i think that's super important so the production value is really high on these videos mm -hmm. you're putting a lot of time and effort into them and, and I've watched Micah as he thinks about these videos. It is all consuming for him. I mean, he'll sit there with a scratch piece of paper. He'll be writing out lyrics. He'll be drawing arrows and moving <laughs> things around and trying to figure out, okay, what's the storyline here for the video? I mean, he puts a lot of thought and effort into these videos. These aren't the type of videos that you just grab your phone and you go in the backyard and record. Mm -hmm. It's something that you put a lot of thought and effort into. Yeah, it takes a lot of time. Um, with that, just like to note, these videos that, that we produce, they take months, months to, to put together. And like a lot of that is just like months before we even start production on, on audio and then video, we just take time to think about what we want to do and what we think is the perfect idea for a project perfect and there is a negative side to that too though right with the high production value also comes a lot of cost i know that these videos aren't cheap and that they are pretty pre expensive to create and i mean making money on youtube it's a thing right you make money but mm -hmm. it doesn't necessarily make up for all that cost at least not at first and i i don't necessarily want you to tell my audience whether you've lost or gained money or anything, but how have you kind of dealt with having a lot of costs? And is it worth those costs? Is it some, is it a long-term goal? So for, so for what I do, right, as Jacob said, it's expensive. 
to put it easy and straight, right? It's it takes a lot of a lot of money to to produce these these videos. I do make money from YouTube, um, Google AdSense is what it's paid through um, from ads on YouTube videos. So whenever you see ads on YouTube, just know that it's paying the the people who produce the video. Um, but I, I do make some money through YouTube um, and also some money through the distributors that the music goes to, just like Apple Music and Spotify and Pandora, etc. right? So th those are like the money that comes from like making the videos, which isn't a substantial amount. So yeah, it's a, it's a big upfront investment, but I believe that in the long run, we'll be able to take care of all the debts that I've made. Yeah, so we obviously are like thinking ahead, like what can we do to make me not be putting forth so much, so much money and not gaining back? Cause I, yeah, I'm, right now I'm not making money. It's, it's going back into the business so we've spent more than we've made so far. But we are looking to the future about getting sponsors, which is a, a big thing. Sponsors are super awesome and if you can get a sponsor, Definitely go ahead for it. Yeah, and I, I completely understand what you're saying there. Uh, with Success Quest, we're in a similar situation, right? We put a lot of time and a lot of investment into it. And we haven't necessarily got that money back. But I think that, I mean, there's two things here that I'd like to mention to the audience. One, it's not always about the money. Uh, there's other things that can fulfill you. And we've talked about a lot about that on Success Quest, uh, that there's other things that can fulfill you. And two, the fact that eventually money can come. You can make money in a long run. And sometimes not. it takes a long time to get a business off the ground. And you have to put a lot of investment into it. Uh, what are your thoughts on that, Micah? Um, yeah, for sure. I think it was really good of you to mention that, Jacob. That these videos that I make, this YouTube channel, is nothing about about money. Right? Nothing about gaining a bunch of followers right it's it's more about inspiring people um and reminding people that i'm i'm gonna put a very um uh, a catchphrase right that that's on my merch merchandise <laughs> it's dream on fight on because you're the reason which means have dreams fight for those dreams because you matter right and so i feel like that's my our all-time goal for these videos that that we put on my channel, um, they're to inspire people and to uplift people all around the world. Awesome. Thank you so much, Micah. Is there anything else that we haven't talked about so far in this interview about your, your journey in music and performing and, and your YouTube channel? Is there anything that we haven't talked about that you'd like to like to mention before we close the interview? I would just like to thank first Jacob and Caleb for letting me be on this podcast and share my insights and my experience. Just some advice to all of y'all. <laughs> I think it's important to note that it doesn't matter how old you are, how young you are, to follow, to chase after your dreams. I, I, don't, I don't think there's a certain time when you, you should be doing that. If you're 80 years old, Go for your dreams. If you're 50, if you're 40, if you're 30, if you're 20, if you're 15 years old, if you're 10, go for your dreams. No time is too late. No time is too early to fight for your dreams and to take those risks and 
go for your dreams. Awesome. Thank you, Micah. And I'm going to be putting all of your links in the show notes so that people can find you, your YouTube channel, all of your videos. Of course, they can find you on Apple Music, Spotify, all the music music outlets out there. And I'll also be posting a link to your website. And if you go to Micah's website, you can see more information about him. You can see his videos. And you can also see if you're interested in sponsoring him or in, uh, in donating so that he can keep making this amazing content. You can find those links on his website too. So I'll be putting all of that in the show notes. And thank you so much for being here, Micah. We really appreciate it. It's been a pleasure to be here. Thank you, Jacob. All right. Thank you. We'll see ya. And we're back at the SQHQ. I hope you enjoyed that interview with Micah. I think he provided a lot of great insights for anyone who's interested in getting into the field of music or creating a YouTube channel. Once again, thank you all for being here and listening to this episode of Success Quest. Have a successful day. Success Quest.